Latin America's longest serving head of state, yes, longest serving head of state is now out. Bolivia's fiery left wing president Eva Morales resigned this past Sunday after weeks of increasingly violent protests over his apparent bid to rig last month's presidential elections in his country. I'm Rosal Yobadi. Join me as in this episode, we'll be looking at Bolivia in turmoil. So, why don't we begin? So, although he, Mr. Morales, agreed under international pressure to hold a fresh ballot, he and his vice president were, in a way, ousted by the military and military officers after a number of local police units sided with the demonstrators and protesters. While Mr. Morales' supporters say this is an illegal coup that undermines democracy, on the other hand, his opponents say Mr. Morales' attempt to rig the elections was a real assault on democracy itself, and that the army has merely stepped in uh, to restore order so that elections can be held again. So how did we even get here in Bolivia? Well, think about it. Mr. Morales, who rose to prominence and fame and political stature, if you will, as the leader of the country's powerful cocoa growers union, came to office in 2006 in what was, at the time, an extraordinary political turning point for the country. That was the first time that Bolivians had elected a leader who came from one of the indigenous tribes that make up the majority of the country's population, people who had long suffered under an elite European ancestry. While during his first two terms in power, Mr. Morales, a close ally of the late Venezuelan president, the 21st century socialist Hugo Chavez, nationalized the country's lucrative natural gas reserves and profited from this commodities boom to transform uh, the country uh, for better economic times. While the economy grew, of course, and poverty fell, literacy rose and millions of indigenous Bolivians felt for the first time that they were truly represented in the government. That was all great, but he also began to show some authoritarian side by extending state control over the media and the courts and the judiciary system and also trying to eliminate the term limits that the majority of the Bolivians, by the way, have favored keeping in a 2016 referendum. He got a loyalist court to rule that the term limits violated his human rights. I don't know how that happened. Well, that led to the election last month in which Mr. Morales was locked in a tight race with an opposition challenger until the electoral authorities suddenly went dark for roughly around 24 hours and then came back online with the double-digit Morales victory. So now we have a political vacuum. Eva Morales and his deputies are out and a leading opposition lawmaker is in line to serve as interim president until new elections are called. Think about it. Uh, It will be hard to broker a process for oversight of that vote. That opposition is in a way fragmented and Mr. Morales' MAS party, which still, by the way, controls Congress in Bolivia and has strong supporters around the country. Eva Morales has reportedly left for Mexico after accepting an offer of political asylum. So here's a catch. There's a temptation in a time of increasing political polarization to look at in a way, politics always as a matter of a good guy and bad guy, not just in Bolivia, but elsewhere. 
But here in Bolivia, Evo Morales has been both. Yes, a good guy and a bad guy. Think about it. His, in a way, ascent to power marked a big leap forward for the Bolivian society. But his, in a way, eagerness uh, to subvert the country's fragile democratic institution now leaves, leaves Bolivia, his country, in a political limbo. So we'll be watching what's happening in Bolivia, I think, for a good while.